It's, oh, and then I was like, wait, is today Monday? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, but it goes live Tuesday. Yeah, we usually record the day before, Sam. Um, mm-hmm. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to this experience. <laughs> this is your onboarding episode. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> transformation tuesday friends this is sam and i'm paula and this is the forced friendship podcast today we have an exciting episode for you talking side hustles we are going to talk about how to start a blog we have paula's resident expert on creating blogs Yep. And yep. I myself, Sam, the resident expert on failing at creating a blog or having great fail is a strong word. Lofty, we fail. lofty ideas for a blog and getting it going <laughs> and then not going from there. So we have how to start it and also some tips on like actually making it successful or actually sticking with it. Um, so I'll probably listen to those tips for give my insight <laughs> of what not to do. Uh, I feel like every episode we have, we're like, we need to follow this advice as well. So same thing here. Same thing here. Yes. But yeah. So Paula, since you actually do have a blog, um, I guess let's just get started and kind of go with it. What are your thoughts? Sure. And like, What are the first things that somebody needs to do if they want to start a blog? Okay. This is a really fun topic for me because I've been an off and on blogger for probably about 10 years. Um, The past few years, I've been definitely uh, probably more like Sam in the area of, (laughs) you know, not necessarily being as consistent or, you know, following through, but I feel like I'm going to get back there. But um, with the experience over the past 10 years of of doing some blogging, um, mostly lifestyle, um, cooking, some uh, culture, entertainment items and, and topics, um, I do have a little bit of insight on, on those that might be interested in it. So um, first thought is that I know this sounds really negative as we start this, start this conversation, but blogging isn't easy. Nope. <laughs> so when, I, when I read that, I'm like, oh, this sounds like daunting, but it's not easy. And, and Sam can attest I, to but that. But I think that's like a key thing of to know going in is like a lot of people think like oh this will just be a breeze I'm I'm interested in this I'm going to start a blog and I think I was one of those people and it takes a lot a lot more time than Mm -hmm. you would expect so I think it's not a negative that's just a reality check of like it is realizing if you want a successful blog it does take time it's I, I mean I guess it's only as successful as like the amount of time you invest in it the effort that goes in. Yeah, right. effort Absolutely. that goes in. So it is a good thing to know. It's, yeah, it sounds negative, but it's really very true. And no, that's a good point. And the other thing is when we talk about in this like fast paced society, like everything is digital, everything is video or TikTok, like everyone has very short, uh, much more shorter attention spans. And when you think about blogging, you're kind of just sitting there reading, you know, it's like a book. I don't have the best track record with reading books all the way through. That's um, for sure. <laughs> that would be more in my space. <laughs> not my exactly. space, like Tom from my space and like, no, not the, that one. like early two thousands, but <laughs> so, um, but just 
bringing that point up to say that blogging isn't necessarily dead. You might not hear a whole bunch about it, but there's so many different formats now that thing, things have changed drastically. So anyone who's interested in blogging, there's different platforms and, and things like that, which we'll get into. But um, I've always heard, I actually heard this from um, kind of a business consultant, one of the people that, you know, like when you're on Facebook and you see like them pitching something um, and it just so happens to be kind of another I don't say another, but a blog expert. And she talks about how important it is for even businesses that have their own brands or identities to have blogs because it's just content that you're putting out there that if someone searches or happens upon your blog, they'll be introduced to your to you, to your product, to your services. So blogging is not dead. It's here to stay for a while. And I think that's um, a good way of saying it's a good way to reach out to your audience in another way that's relevant yeah. to them because a lot of times blogging or your business is to help people. And blogging yeah. is a great way to answer those questions before they can even ask them and have stuff that is relevant to the target so audience. So true. Um, the other thing um, we want to get out there that blogging can be profitable um, I know there's some very, very super high profile bloggers, very successful. They have big sponsorships and Maseratis, um, stuff like that. You know, they, they've made it. They're at the peak of it. Um, but that doesn't happen overnight necessarily. I don't care who you are or how many, how many, how many resources you might have to, to kind of get up and running. Um, but that usually comes with time with effort and consist- consistency and we'll again talk about that a little later on um and then ultimately blogging can be fun that's what it's about um i think when people think about blogs if your mindset is to go into it thinking about just the profit or just the money or just you know reaching an audience to sell them something you might want to rethink it you might just want to uh, make sure that you're doing it for the right, I want to say the right reasons before hmm, genuine reasons. Yeah. Because blogging, again, it takes a lot of work. It takes time and effort and your energy. So you want it to be something that you enjoy. Because if you do something you don't enjoy, and I think we talked about this in our exercise episode uh, the previous week, um, it gets old and people can sense that in your writing or what your, you know, your effort that you're putting into it. So um, it can be fun if you make it fun. So. And I think like along that is one of the biggest things with blogging and why it isn't dead is authenticity. And if yes. it's something you enjoy yeah. and you're authentic and you're doing it in a way that is you genuinely being you, people want that. And there may they be do. another blogger out there writing about the same thing, but they're not you. They don't have your perspective and your personality and what makes you, you. And so authenticity And especially in the day of like social media and that like authenticity can be, I mean, people know what's fake and they'll identify Mm -hmm. that and they will like pinpoint. Like I know even just like looking down Instagram's bloggers that I follow all of a sudden one day they're all advertising Dyson vacuums. And it's just like, that doesn't feel genuine to me because I can tell that Dyson has given you each a vacuum and on this day, (laughs) you're all promoting it. And so I see through it. And yeah, yeah. and that comes with if you're super successful and these people want your, their followers to see this, Mm -hmm. it happens. But I mean, when you're starting out, be authentic. And that's also realizing like, you're not going to have a million followers to start, but be you and the people that are Mm -hmm. like your people, they'll build up. They'll find you. 
Yep. They will find you for sure. So just to pause here, my dog farted. <laughs> it's oh. horrendous. That's not pleasant. Okay. <laughs> that does not sound pleasant at all. Continue. But she's at home. She's comfortable, clearly. So carry on. I'm not judging. All right. So <laughs> moving on. Um, so we're just going to map out just some kind of the, the process flow of when you think you want to start a blog and, and some ideas and thoughts on how to do it and what to think about when you're trying to get out there and trying to launch yourself. So you want to be a blogger. The first step you should think about is understanding what you would even blog about. That's important. So authenticity is extremely important, but also the theme, the, the content, the things that you're passionate about or the things that you would definitely have interest in sharing um, with other people. And there's a lot of things out there. If you Google it, like how do I figure out what I'm good at or what I'm passionate about or how to find my niche mm-hmm. in blogging. Um, there's a lot of information out there that you can probably get for free instead of doing the same yes. route of like signing up for every course out there. But yes. it's, yeah, <laughs> I would agree with Paula, like thinking about something you're passionate about that you could talk about for hours and hours and hours Right. Um, or something you're genuinely like interested in, like, I want to go research this, or like, I have questions on this, and I want to do research and share this with others, or something you're good at, like, what do people come up and ask you about, like, hey, I need your help on this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the key with something you're passionate about, or interested in, or good at, um, it's something that you could write about or talk about consistently. That's so true. Because you'll need, you know, one blog post isn't enough. You're going to need more content and, and more ideas. So if you find that core thing, um, it definitely helps uh, build a foundation for having a, a successful blog. So one thing that we want people to do when they're thinking about creating a blog or have an idea for one is to upfront set your goals. Is this a hobby? Is this a recreational? If you're, if you have two readers, would you still write, you know, like, um, or is it a business or would you like to take it kind of down that road of, of making it a business? I know the best business bloggers usually start off as like the niche bloggers. They kind of build their, build their audience or um, build their content slowly and then grow into kind of turning into a business. But just if that's your plan, I would say keep that in mind because there's a lot of different distinctions when it comes between the two. Um, but ultimately you just, just need a blog, but just write, just do it. Just write. Exactly. Um, so another thing is to think about, and Sam mentioned this a uh, little earlier is understanding your target audience. And there's this uh, business consultant that I follow and she calls it the avatar. Who is your ideal avatar? Of course, we want to reach the world when you're blogging or when you're on a podcast or anything like that. But realistically, I know my target audience might be women in my age group or my height <laughs> or my weight. You know, like I, I just think about the average woman um, professional. I'm not a mom, you know, so like a mom blog might not be for me. But, you know, just thinking about who you could speak to. Um, and sometimes you, a lot of people cross over. They have different um, approaches to different audiences. But I find it a little bit easier when you have knowing who your audience is, and then most importantly, understanding what your niche is. So your niche, which is mine is kind of like 
food, fitness, and life. Mostly food, because that's my favorite thing. Um, so I have you on the food, um, but I also kind of tap into other things. So when people think of Project Paula, they know they're probably going to get some iPhone photo shoot of food. Um, She's of, really good really at food work. photo shoots, too. She knows how Thank to operate you. an iPhone. I appreciate that. You know, iPhone uh, XR Pro. So not even the latest <laughs> one, but, you know, I make it work. Um, but, yeah, so just understanding your niche, understanding, again, what you want to share with the world and what you want to share with the, the those that are interested in blog um, spaces. And I would so, add to that, um, just like back to the target audience and like the niche is realizing you you're not going to be everything to everyone. And so that target exactly. audience is like, just like in real life, like not everybody's going to mm-hmm. like you. And it's realizing yeah. like, okay, not everybody likes me. Not everybody's going to follow me. So I need to target the people who are my people. Most likely to, and, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's just a key thing to remember in respect to the target audiences. Don't try to be everything to everyone pick a group and go with it and think of them when you're writing what would this person want to know like I'm you know like I know how I know a lot about clothes so like my target audience I'd probably be like hey where's where are the latest sales like right what are the best snow boots or something like that I don't know things like that but just yeah think about your target audience realize you're not going to be everything to everyone and also focus then in your messaging. So it's answering those questions that that person would have. So those are all the things I have for ideas. Any other kind of initial things that, that you have tips on, Sam, for this? Okay. No, I think I chimed in with okay. what I had for those. All right. So now you got your idea. You know, you know who you're trying to target. You know what you want to share. Now we have to just do it. Oh, we might get copyright infringement for that. Because that is someone else's tagline. But you just do it. Nike, you, you know? had it right. Um, so we yeah. understand that that's for you. And we've <laughs> called you out. We, we understand. I we like understand. Thank you. <laughs> that's our niche is shoes and clothes. So we have, we've identified that. Um, so the first thing is like, where will you house this blog? So there's so many different platforms. Some with that takes a little bit of effort. Some a lot more effort. Um, but it really just depends on your technical abilities um, or just, you know, your desire. So there's some ideas uh, that you could do on like WordPress. So WordPress, I think, is probably like the number one like blog and even kind of regular website um, um, but platform. But it's key to know that there's, there's two like par- two types. There's WordPress.org and WordPress.com. Um, there is. Yes. Yeah. So okay. there's two WordPress and I forget which is which. So this is something uh, that would have to be researched. Um, and you can research platforms to start a blog, but WordPress, there's WordPress.org and there's WordPress.com. One of them, mm-hmm. it will say like, if you type in a blog, like you'll create like the name, but it will say like WordPress in your domain name. Um uh-huh. So it's housed on their site and you're basically using WordPress to do everything. And I'm pretty sure it's free. They probably have like paid things, but yes. you don't own the name of your website. Like it's not like um, projectpaula.com. It's like a, and the other one, yeah. you would buy your domain name and then it would be housed on WordPress. And usually for the normal WordPress, then you use a hosting site with 
the thing like the dashboard to build out the website um and that gives you more control and you're literally running your your website and you're not used you don't have wordpress in the name of your website got it okay so yeah and so clearly sam is the wordpress queen you don't give yourself enough credit i'm the research queen Um, when it comes to analysis paralysis So, and then there's some that's a little less, I would say less complicated. When I first started blogging uh, a few years ago, I went through Google's blogging platform, um, uh, which is Blogger or Blogspot, it used to be called, um, because that was just kind of easier for me. I knew some HTML and coding, but um, I just wanted something that was pretty quick and just allowed me to post uh, using their platform. Um, Of course, now there's a lot of new ones like Squarespace and Wix. Like those are kind of like the traditional uh, website platforms where people create. But within their kind of tools and infrastructure, they they always have an option to add a blog section to your website. Um, Again, mentioning that we mentioned that earlier that, you know, it's important to have even if you have a regular company to have some type of blogging um, space on on, um, in the digital space or whatever. Um, so yeah, so there's so many different ways. And then of course, certainly not you know, last but not least, there's Instagram. And I know a lot of people don't always think about Instagram being a blog site. But when you think about it, it's just pictures, it's stories, like it serves the same purpose um, as the other kind of platform. So um, and I think Sam's doing a great job with our forced friendship podcast uh, Instagram site. So um, I'm feeling like that's kind of giving me blog feels too with our updates and things like that. So those are just some of the examples of, of and that's, where you yeah, can or, or something you started. can Google and like the best. I mean, everybody has their opinion and even the hosting sites, like so many different ones. Yes. I know the Bluehost is a huge one. GoDaddy is another big one. Um, but there's a lot of places to buy domain names. There's a lot of places that yep. there could be a whole episode on its own of like just trying to figure out the actual like technical aspect of it um if you're just starting out though as somebody who has invested before in domain names and like hosting sites Mm -hmm. it can cost a pretty penny i know that there are deals like when you start but until you're really sure i guess my recommendation just a tip from the lessons learned is maybe go with a free one to start with like the blogger yeah um or the free WordPress, even if it has WordPress in the name to get yourself started and see if this is something you really want to do. I think that's a great idea because again, as we mentioned, it it takes a lot of effort. It takes a lot of time. And it's not until you get into it that you fully realize like, Oh, I'm going to have to map out time for this, or I'm going to have to plan for this. Um, So starting off with the free 99, um, is definitely a great idea. The other thing that you'll want to do is think about your aesthetic, like, what you want your web space to look like. And with all those kind of aforementioned um, platforms, they all come with like template ideas. I'm more of like the clean minimalist type person. Um, But if you want something a little bit jazzier, you can find templates that definitely suit your brand. Um, They could be even uh, catered to a specific niche. So if you have a fitness one, they have kind of fitness um, themes or uh, components that you can add, or if you have a recipe site, you can make it more towards the food or, you know, things like that. So there's so many options out there. And each of these kind of platforms want to keep your money. Or how, how do I say this? They want you to spend your money with them, or they want you to put your space on their website. So they try to make it a one-stop shop for everything. 
Um, but if what they have to offer as far as templates or aesthetics aren't your, you know, aren't your thing, there's so many different websites for um, other type of templates or design ideas um, to really get to uh, how you want to present yourself for your information. And um, there, on the I web. guess just so, like worth mentioning there, some are free, some are paid. You can buy a template. Yeah. Um, I think, Paula, that's what you did is that you bought a template a while ago. Yes. Um, so that's just something to remember there is that. And there's people out there who can yep. help you even build your space. If you do you have it, money to spare, you. you want to pay somebody yep. to design your website, more power to you. There's ways to do that, too. <laughs> I told, And I actually recommend that. And side note, I'm trying to think I need to move off of Blogger just because I have some ideas. So I'm probably it's a little bit out of my comfort zone of transferring domains and all that kind of stuff right now. Um, so I am getting someone to help me to relocate um, my blog site. Um, and then with that, update some of the oh, design nice. elements. So yes, there are people out there who you can even go into like Fiverr. I don't know if you've heard, heard of Fiverr. I think I have. Well, that's where you like, hire people, like people post, yeah, just, yeah, like what they can do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's like a few places like that. So like that I will have where people can accept jobs or like put what they're yep. good at and you can hire people freelancers. I know a lot of people that have used them even for a smaller type of like uh, website or, or blog design and they've had uh, definitely some success there. So you don't have to do it all yourself, but again, it's up to you to decide what, how you want to present um, your posts and things like that. And then um, we have this section section here that says, just start blogging. <laughs> After you've created the website, you've got your design elements down on, on things, and then and you I'm over here blogging. like the little like you gonna say, Sam? thing of like, well, also create an about <laughs> your bio. Look at bloggers that you like, and maybe see how they did it to get ideas. Yep. But you need to introduce yourself to your audience, so that's a key part of before you actually publish. That is a good um, one. But a thing I would note because I got into trouble with this is prior to publishing I would have several like take the time to like prepare yourself so and be proactive instead of reactive have several posts already ready to go that you can, can so you can consistently post from the start instead of being like I'm all into this and like post uh -huh. your first post and then like within a week be like oh shoot I have to do another post what will I write about um yeah so I would say is, and if you have different categories, so if like you're a lifestyle blogging, you're like, I'm doing fashion, travel, and fitness, have at least one post for each category that in the initial publishing that's already up. So if Ready somebody to go. across your site, you already have three posts up on your different categories. So they know more what to expect. Mm -hmm. um, and then also just have, you know, like just write a bunch of posts to start because it'll be easier because you'll basically be like each week be like, okay, I'm going to post this one. I'm going to post this topic. And then you can be working on your future posts at that time um, just so that yeah. you don't get behind. Because I think it, as going back to the beginning, it takes more time than you think. And so what seems like a great idea and it would be so easy, there's editing, there's other things that have to go into like the actual publishing and posting process. And so the writing, it's easier if you get some of that writing done to start with so that you can focus on those other things. And instead of being like, oh, crap the day of or the day before you can be prepared right, yeah. um, so that would be my big tip as somebody who got behind and was like whoa this is way more time than I expected and I don't know what to write about now <laughs> um and google like blog post ideas there's things out there of like 
different topics mm-hmm. to even just get you started writing and thinking about it. So yep. that's, those would be my key things with implementing. And I think that's big with any type of content creation. So whether that's Instagram or podcast or, you know, anything where you're producing content to have that kind of running start, basically, I think that's, that's actually a great idea. So you don't feel like you're yeah. behind when you just, cause then it doesn't the become game. fun so, and it's no, more stressful of like chasing and trying to keep up. Yeah. And... It's like another job. Yeah. All right. So now the fun part. So if, at the beginning of this, you thought I want to turn this into a business or this is my business. Um, again, you, it can be profitable, but there's one thing that you have to do. And that is consistency is key, which I feel like is the topic. Our, this course friendship should <laughs> actually just be called consistency is key because it is really relevant to everything in life. It is. Um, and there's two reasons. One, you get in a habit of, of making this a part of your, your routine, whether it's creating content, posting, things like that, marketing yourself. Um, but also because of the internet and all the algorithms and the fun bots and things, depending on uh, which platform you're on, the more you kind of are active and more you're engaged on your own website, it, it gets the things to kind of feature you a little bit more. You have the opportunity to be featured more, but also come up a little higher when it comes to Google searches and any other type of um search engine searches or search SEO. SEO? Yes. That's a whole other thing. There's plugins on a yeah. lot of these sites. <laughs> like I didn't even think about SEO when I tried to start yep. a blog before, but then the site I was using, they had a plugin yeah. and that really helps because you can like get in keywords and it will like give you like red, yellow, green and yep. stuff like that. Um, so SEO is a big thing for monitoring and monetizing. Yeah. And that definitely comes with again, consistency content and just keep, you know, putting it out there. Um, And with that, with consistency and the more people that see your content or hear about it, you start to grow your audience. And when your friends add you, their friends see it. And, you know, it's kind of a snowball effect when it comes to um, being a successful blogger. So um, another way that um, people make money off of blogs, which is, of course, I think we all all kind of see these. Um, that's the, the Dyson vacuum. The, would you say the Dyson? That's the biggest one I see everywhere <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, Dyson, <laughs> you need to come up with a new marketing strategy. Yes. I, I, or at least spread it out. Like, don't give it to the same right. Uh, yeah, bloggers, exactly. Because I'm know. like, my whole Instagram uh, at the same time, <laughs> Dyson vacuums or Dyson hair dryers. Not that I don't really <laughs> want a Dyson hair dryer. But right, when everybody's right. using it, I start to question <laughs> how good is it actually. Right. You lose that authenticity, uh, as we spoke about. Um, but yeah, sponsored post. And that's when a brand wants you to use your platform and to uh, convey a service or a product, um, the greatness of it, essentially, uh, to your audience that you've built this big audience. So um, the one thing that I've learned is that your audience is, they're there for you, not necessarily all of the products that you might have access to or that you might, you know, talk about, but they're there for you. But if they trust you and you come with a product idea and no one else is, no one else has it or 15 other people are doing the same thing at the same time, they're likely to, you know, listen and buy into that. And that translate into cash for you because you've used, you've leveraged your audience to um, promote this brand or this product and, and companies are paying big money f- to people for that. Um, 
they there are some I um times when the sponsored posts are smaller scale again it just depends on your audience but that is something that a lot of people benefit from using their platform that's I find to do um, I have a couple of bloggers whose skin looks amazing which granted I know there are filters but they do like in their insta story sometimes without a filter and that's like the products I use on my face and based on their age mm-hmm. and stuff like that I've started using some products that I've actually gotten into because of bloggers who really like these products and I know that some are sponsored but they get to try them out yeah because they have these people that follow them and so it's nice to right. see um, some of them do their honest review of like what I have I follow a couple now and they do like my empties that I'm repurchasing or not repurchasing and so they may be given these products uh-huh. by um, to have sponsored posts but when they are authentic like I've used this whole thing of it for sure I'm more likely to be like right okay maybe that's something I would try out might be something to this yeah and then um another item to monetize your blog with these posts is I have here embedded ads so if you go to a website and there's ads at the top or in the in the banner area or in between the posts um if you click on them, they um, generate income, maybe very small <laughs> income for, for bloggers and, and, and website owners. Um, it's just kind of that little like passive type of opportunity for bloggers to make money and to uh, turn their blog into a business. So, but with that, it's only successful if you have, you know, traffic <laughs> and you've grown your audience to a point that someone will actually see it. So um, if you're at a point where, uh, you, you'd like to implement that on your blog. There's add-ons for that. There's um, widgets that you can add to, like like the Google Google AdSense is probably one of the most popular ones. But then there's some other ones that are out there that they will even give you instructions on how to uh, import their ad fields to your to your blog and provide a little bit more um, opportunity for you know a little extra change there. And then the other one, which I'm a part of one right now, is affiliate programs. Well, that's kind of also like the sponsored ad in a sense, but you have a little bit more freedom uh, on how and when you uh, post things or, or create links and things like that. So the one that I'm on is Amazon um, affiliate program, and it's kind of self-managed. Um, I have a platform or dashboard. Um, when people click links on my site or click a banner on my site, I get, you know, a little bit of change every, every time they click it. And then I might get a little bit more if that converts into which she also sale. likes so, to bully her again, friends you're used to being like, if you're going to purchase something, purchase wow. it through here. Wow. Wow. Well, I haven't done that in a while, but yeah. So I only did that because with Amazon um, and I think a lot of them, because so many people are getting into the blog space or getting into affiliate or affiliate or sponsorship programs, they need like a bare minimum. They need you to prove that that you're going to actually <laughs> bring in sales. So I had to have like, I think it was like three yeah. when I got onto the program. So I, I bullied everybody that I knew um, that I knew that had Amazon. Well, and uh, with you those, know, it's one of those things. Of, yeah, it's not like, hey, go out of your way and do this. It's like, hey, if yeah. you're going to make an Amazon purchase, just do it through this. Just go and, through my um, link. Yeah, because that's a good way because it's taking a behavior that somebody's already going to do. And if plus, 
Correct. And it's a good it's way to like, it's a product it. that you really <laughs> genuinely believe in, like, and they're discovering it because of you. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, and I know, with, as I said, like, yeah. I use some face products that I saw bloggers promote, and I go through them because I'm like, I would yeah. never have heard of this if it weren't for them. So yeah, I'd like to give credit to them. Yeah. And I, I think the, um, the more that, you know, I've grown in this digital space or whatever, um, when it, whether it's Instagram or, or Twitter or wherever I've, I've found somebody, if I like their content, I want to like support them. So that's their way, my way of supporting them. If I even just click a link every now and again, or, you know, buy a purchase a product. So, um, again, it's beneficial to content creators to, uh, again, if you have to spend a lot of time, um, and effort into something, I think. I think you deserve to get something out of it, especially if your audience has has uh, warranted it. If you have a you know significant audience, sure. I should say so. But yeah, so those are some of the things that I would you say. Can there's to one other one your blog, that you did not in. mention that I think comes with oh, sure. kind of like that niche area or like writing about something you're interested in or good at um, or passionate about. Uh-huh. Um, another way to monetize, like eventually down the road, is ebooks um so like if you have like so paula has a blog um what is your blog project paula.com shameless plug yes um go to project paula.com thank you but (laughs) i would say sam's but i don't know which one right now We'll, we'll, we'll get back to you on that. We'll follow. Leave us up. a we'll comment if you want Sam to start some sort of blog. <laughs> it would probably be an Instagram one because I have a short attention span. So <laughs> writing long things sounds very yes. daunting. Um, oh, but an ebook. So like Paula does a lot about food. Like make a recipe book that then people could purchase. Like even mm-hmm. if it's short. Like hey, here's my like for five dollars. Yep. Download my recipe ebook or my fitness routine ebook or how to create a budget yeah. ebook. you know like it depends on what you're good at what your niche is um right that's another idea is create an ebook or a course or even a guide um so like if you don't want to go the full ebook a guide like a downloadable printable guide to like help out on some topic um and charge something for that so there's right. another way is to take what you're interested in yeah Take it to the next level and yeah, my, um, maximize mm-hmm. your monetizing opportunities. I should, I should trademark yeah, that. Probably we should check powerful. to make sure that somebody Maxim- else hasn't already. <laughs> Someone else does. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just like, do just it. do it. <laughs> hey, thank you, Nike. I think I've, I think I've heard that before. Um, yeah. Sounds familiar, but no, that's, yeah. I, and actually, once I kind of get back in my groove and, and find my, my voice in this new age um, in the blogging um, arena, I would definitely love to have something that's, again, another passive type of income thing of an ebook or a course yeah. or something like that. I would so say just like, I think that's a great think, idea. Because we've gone through, well, you've mainly gone through and I've wanted some insight on just kind of some random thoughts of what to do, you know like what you should know when you start blogging also kind of like coming up with an idea for your blog implementing the blog monitoring and monetizing um and i think a final thing to that is like once you're going and as part of all of this it ties it together is social media love it or hate it it's a great way to mm-hmm. promote your blog um and it goes back to that target audience yep. and that avatar of like what are they using so are they on instagram are they on facebook are they on Snapchat or TikTok or one of these yep. five other million 
types of social media that I don't even know Right, about. there's so um, many. But at least start with one platform. <laughs> you can always expand to others, but pick, be like, okay, my avatar, like, she's, so, like, for me, like, I'm in my 30s. I like Instagram. That's the social media I use. And if that's my target audience, I'd be like, right. okay, I'm going to post on right. Instagram and you can use it to promote your blog. You can find other bloggers that are in the similar space just through hashtag search and all that. And then also using those hashtags in your posts um, to then, so people can find you who have that interest. So it's a great way for them to find you, have a link in your bio to your blog, um, but also interact with other mm-hmm. bloggers because then you could learn from them. You can, um, yep you know, collaborate potentially. Um, But it's a great way to like build a community and also build your audience and find other people for inspiration and kind of best practices. Um, Yes. So that would be uh, one of the things just in kind of like finishing up of kind of like ties it all together and is, you know, like something you should do. Yep. So I think with that, that was a lot of information. Um, this was yeah. a lot and it was a fun chat again something I like to talk about and as Sam mentioned we could of course go much deeper into each segment of these but just wanted to kind of you know give an initial take on things from a from a high level perspective but um if you have blog questions you could definitely ask Sam or I'm putting Paula. your name out there Sam too because you you've had experience <laughs> Well, ask me first. And we also, um, I guess yeah, we'll we always put our Instagram, but we have an email and it's forcedfriendshippodcast at gmail.com. So if you do have a question, shoot us an email. Yes. We'd be happy to answer or send us a message on Instagram and we are at forcedfriendshippodcast. And let us know like your questions. If you're interested in starting a blog, Paula knows, Paula's been doing this for a longer time. I've literally have taken like courses on it because I just like to you know like have people who are somewhat experts in it show me what to do and I'm really good at the she research likes to throw side money of things at people. Uh, the implementation is. part is where I get a little stuck mm-hmm. um but I have learned yeah. a lot of lessons and I would say google things instead of like paying for all these courses google things you can probably find a stuff for free yeah um but if you have questions email us send us a message on instagram Um, And we hope you enjoyed this episode. So as always, shout out to our forced friends out there for this Transformation Tuesday. But yeah, thank you for listening. And we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Bye. Bye. And you need to go get groceries.